Well, I don't know what kind of decisions you made all week long. I don't know if they were good ones or bad ones. But right now, by tuning in to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show, sponsored by Benjamin Moore, you've made a really good decision. Probably one that's <laughs> redeemed all the other decisions this week. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Haley Johnson. And apparently, this is all that matters. This is all that matters. <laughs> We've got so many good things planned for today. And that's just today. Think of all the other past episodes where we've just dished out amazing good stuff. But we don't have time to go into that. Today, what do we got, Haley? We're talking about a color consultation that I did recently. Yeah, a good one. They're always good, Dan. Okay, that's right. There's a lot of really solid advice tucked away in this one experience. Sure. So we're going to dissect that a little bit. All right. I've also got a steamer that I want to talk about because it literally saved the day. Right. You had a, well, I'm not even going to tell no. what that was because yep. it's really funny. We That's coming it. up. But right now we're in the studio with Darren DeHaan and Tara Ezinga. Did I get that right, Tara? Yes. I did. <laughs> From Village Custom Interiors in Byron Center. Yes. Thanks, guys, for being here. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thanks for having us. Now, this is great. Yeah, we're excited. We want to talk about uh, kitchen countertops, bathroom countertops, countertops specifically. And I guess the lead in, the whole idea behind this is that. In our kitchens, I know that countertops take a load of abuse. Right. You know, we're prepping food on them. Hot we're pans. Doing all kinds of yeah. stuff. The kids sure. are sitting on them sometimes when they're crabbing about stuff. Sure. You know, that kind of thing. Sure. And then we've got bathroom counters, a whole other range of abuse that those things take, lotions and toothpaste and all that kind of stuff yeah. going on. Now, countertops provide amazing visuals in the home. You know, that can be really, really beautiful materials. Right. They can really elevate it. Really elevate things, but you got to get the right one for the right situation. And sometimes I wonder, is there just a one, kind of like a one size fits all? Mm -hmm. This one just really works no matter where you put it. Are there considerations when it comes to bathrooms versus kitchens like we talked about? Basically, what I'm looking for is if the listeners out there are maybe remodeling their home, maybe they're building, maybe they're thinking about building. Sure. And they've got to make some of these decisions. You can walk them through the materials. And why they would choose sure. what they might choose. But before we get into all of that, let's just quickly introduce Village Custom Interiors to the audience. Darren, you're the owner, right? Yeah. Yep. Sure. So, yeah, thanks. We're, yeah, we're in Byron Center. We're just west of the Tanger Mall. Uh, most people know where that is. So we usually kind of work that into the... Uh, how to describe where we are. Sure. Well, and you're right um, next to our Byron Center Repcolite location. Correct. We actually have a yeah. pass-through door, which we, is very cool. We do. It's really it's really cool to work together with them. And we have you know designers like the color wall that you guys have there with the paint. Sure. Uh, Just run and back stuff. and forth. <laughs> so it's been really good that way. But yeah, we've been there about three and a half years, four years in that location. It's been a great spot for us. Byron Center is, is home and we like that area. Um, a lot of great customers. Um, our customer base is sure. generally within 30 miles of our location. Sure. Um, but yeah, we're a, f- a full service. Uh, I'd like to say one stop, um, to, to borrow that phrase from different places, but um, cabinets, countertops, backsplashes, um, flooring of all kinds, tile. Um, we, we center the word around uh, the, our company around the word custom. For, okay. for a reason. And I think that enters into some of what you're saying with, hey, what's the, is there one size fits all? Is there, um, generally what we like to do is get to know the customer's needs and sure. understand what their budget is and what, and, and the, the products kind of go from there. Um, so yeah, and generally speaking, you know, for, for countertops, yeah, the, our go-to is quartz um, lately. Um, but now, yeah, granite we'll be... was huge a while back. Yeah. Is it still big right now? 
or it's is it kind of being not re- as big? Okay, not as big. Um, granite. The, the downside of that was the porosity. It's it's a natural stone. Um, they've come a long ways in the sealants that they use on those. Sure. So so we don't shy away from those necessarily. People want a look of granite. That's that's great. Um, it can perform very well. Quartz is a man-made, engineered stone um, and doesn't need a sealer. Um, so hmm. it's just a different product, um, and it's become the most popular product that, that we sell in, in countertops today. Yeah, I think style-wise between quartz and granite as well is quartz, because it's man-made, a lot of the slabs look the same, and so sure. you know what you're getting when you get a quart or when you get a granite. Um, you have to go and pick your slab out. Um, there's more variation between sure. it, so just the veins with the quartz is a lot more popular than the movement in the granite. No, that makes sense. And I know with quartz is the one that you can get that's almost like just white, correct? Yeah, yep. You just can get pure a, white. a pure white or yeah, large veining or just little speckles in it. There's, I mean, a large variety of colors and shades. So, okay. I think designers really like that element of quartz that they know what they're getting too. You're picking off a samples mm-hmm. and it's man-made, it's produced, so it's it can be very close to the samples. You're not matching colors to something that's not actually going to be. Yeah, natural yes. stone is yeah. however it's yeah. caught out, cut out of the earth, right. and it it becomes it's whatever shade that is, which could vary more from the samples. Well, I'm sure it's a little bit more reliable, too, then, with all of the product shortages. If you're not mining something, right? Yeah, I think so. There's probably, yeah, that's probably true. We we do so much quartz as compared to granite. So I guess lately supply, um, sure. it's gotten it's gotten a lot better f- for, for both. But, um, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't hesitate to pick either product out. It's just it comes down to that custom taste that people are looking for. And it just comes down to coming in and, and looking at samples and, and, and seeing. And, and designers like to put it together in their whole palette of what they're putting together. Right. Backsplashes and cabinets and things like that. Right, because you guys do cabinetry too, which it's a nice tie-in to be able to just, like you said, like a one-stop yeah. shop. It, it's nice to be able to have sit down in one place and see all the stuff in one place and say, hey, yep, they, these things go together, um, you know, to be able to pick out just the right color cabinet and then the the, the shade of paint that should go with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> We're in the studio with Darren DeHaan and Tara Ezinga from Village Custom Interiors talking about countertops. And you, you mentioned that quartz, that's where you're... It's been our go-to. Your go-to right now. Yeah. So durability-wise, or all the issues that I talked about, food prep, things like that, bathroom stuff with lotions and who knows what else is going on, quartz is fine. We don't have to worry about... Quartz is fine. Yeah, we we still like to say, hey, it's we like to use hot pads, heat pads for, okay. for hot pans that sit on things. Just generally, it is very resistant to heat, but we still generally like to say, hey, you got to be careful with heat. Yeah. But as far as staining, um, very stain resistant. Okay. Um, so yeah, very good performance. And then the aesthetic. So side when of my it. kids cut strawberries up, and I'd make <laughs> them use the cutting board, right? Because you'd want that. Sure. Uh-huh. I would yeah. assume. But when they still spill them all over the counter, yeah, it leaves all the red. And I wipe it clean. I'm not going to have all the red stains on the. It, on you the might quartz. have to work at some stains depending on how long they've been sitting there. But we generally you know, with say my kids, it's clean it. be a while. <laughs> yeah, if it's a white white top and it's been sitting there for a while, it's it's it, it still could take a little scrubbing. All but right. it's, so it's not that it's um, going to be you know hey, it just wipes off exactly yeah. right away. It, it you you work work at it with a cleaner, it'll, it'll come off. Yeah, there is. Um the matte or honed finishes for quartz have been really popular as well. 
because it doesn't have that polish on it, mm-hmm. um, that those would be the ones that would take a little more elbow grease, as you could say. Sure. Um, they still wipe up really well, um, but again, it's kind of like a matte finish for paint. Yeah. Sure. Right. Like the more sheen you have, the easier Correct. it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'd say. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And my kids, they would not make those mistakes. They've learned to not make those mistakes. And we would never have white countertop anyway because I'm not a complete idiot. Well, I'm curious about soapstone. I've been seeing that a lot lately, and that's, you know, a black. So I know it's a softer stone, but do you get more stain resistance because of the darker color at least? Uh, You won't be able to see, I mean, the stains as much, but as like what the stain is going to do to the countertop, it's going to be the same. Okay. So it's just not going to, it's going to appear more on a white surface than it would on sure. a darker. So, but when you have the darker surface, you're also going to see the dust and the yeah. lighter crumbs. So there's pros and cons to both. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So we've got quartz. We talked about granite a little bit, kind of not as popular right now. What other materials are available? Sure. And, the classic standby and- is laminate. Uh, the, the, the name people know is Formica. It's mm-hmm. sort of an interchangeable name. Sure. So, yeah, there's still a solid amount of um, laminate going out. Um, for sure, some remodel work, um, you know, in our area, that's still a strong part of what we do. So, What are the big pros of that? Cost, I'm assuming? Um, yeah, for sure. Cost, probably, you know, less than half of a, of a stone top, depending on what the top is. Um, there's um, a little bit, possibly more of a messy process in the home because a lot of that is sure. done with some cutting in the home with some, just the process involving routers. So the installation process could be messier with could laminate. Could be messier with laminate depending right on there. how it's done. There are some laminate tops that we have fra- fabricated outside of the home, but okay. that's um, case by case. It might make sense, but mostly we do the other, the old standby way, which is to do it in the home, and if somebody has an existing laminate countertop, yeah. um, a lot of times we'll, we'll actually peel that laminate off the substrate, the wood substrate that's there, prep it, and then put the new laminate down on top. But that process can be you know, a little bit smelly and a little bit dusty. Right. Um, so we, we try to prep the customer with that. A lot of folks realize that's what's going on, but we just yeah. got to make sure that um, people understand, have that expectation. Sure. What's the process look like for quartz? The installation. Sure. Process. Yeah. Typically, what it is 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 a is a, is a template is done. Uh, well, in the very beginning is 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 we go out and measure it, and then we we come back with a price, and people say, yeah, this is what we want to do. Um, and then once the, it's a it's a go, then we have a templater comes out to actually make a digital template of okay. your your counter wherever that is. Say it's a kitchen. Because all the angles can be, it's all custom. So, so it's kind of like a all. pattern that you'd make for clothing. Yeah, pretty much. But it is a digital thing. Sure. It's yep, and it's so that they can come back with the the, the digital information and and, and cut stone. Um, so we just that's a process that we, you, know, you can imagine is you just got to make sure you've got everything it's, uh, figured out. Precise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're actually <laughs> cutting it in stone. So that's a big deal. We want to make sure that's right. So that's the process. So that gets all fabricated outside in in a fabrication house. Um, then when it comes time to put that top in if it's a new home we just go in and we install that if it's, a, if it's existing uh, the existing top has to be removed so that's part of what we're used to doing appliances have to be moved some plumbing has to be handled right. things like that sinks have to be picked out you guys take care of that part of things or how, do the, how uh, does the plumber part work yeah so case by case we, we do have plumbers we work with that we can call sometimes people know plumbers um, it's common around sure. us. hey my uncle's a plumber you know that that helps um, so we just we, we that's gotcha. what we try to figure out with a customer when they come in all right. So when they come in, we've got just a minute or two left. When they come in, 
all these samples, all the materials we talked about, they can see samples of, and you can walk them through. Yep. Do you have designers on hand that help them with all of those things? We, we do, yeah. So that's one of the reasons, yeah, yeah Tara's here to, I, I'm more of the measure and <laughs> functional part, and then sure. people start talking about color, and I usually tell them I'm colorblind and find Tara. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we do, we have... Um, like I said, I'm part of the builder group here at Village, right. and then we also have um, some showroom designers as well. Um, all of us are more than happy to help anybody that comes in. Uh, we have smaller samples of quartz and granite and laminate uh, that you can look at. Um, we also, um, where our fabrication happens, if you want to see a larger slab, um, you can also visit them as well just to okay. see Especially with granite, yeah, to see what it's going to look like. Yeah, yeah. And you'll help them coordinate all of that, of course. Yes, yep, and then help you with the rest of the house, tile, flooring, and everything else. And then we've got paint right next door at (laughs) the Byron Center Repcolite. So So truly a one-stop shop. Yeah, the whole business. That's really, really cool. Super cool, yeah. And you've got so many more things. Uh, We'll put links in the show notes so that people can check you out online. Um, yeah, want to give out your location one more time and then how to get in touch with you yeah, if they yeah. have any questions. 84th Street, it's 860 84th Street in Byron Center, in the corner of Clyde Park and 84th Street, just just west of, of the Tanger Outlet Mall. All right. Yeah. And then how do we get in touch with you if we've got any questions at all? How's the best way? Yeah, you you know, Google's a good way. Village Custom Interiors. Um, yeah. Right on the website, you've right got a website, contact we've form. We've got a contact form and any questions, people can do it right online there too. Awesome. All right. Darren, Tara, thanks so much for being here. Hey, thanks for having us. Thank you very much. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're talking about that steamer incident. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, (laughs) we're going to let you know why you're going to want one of these things. That's all just ahead. Stay tuned. And we're back. You're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show. And Haley, you promised us some (laughs) kind of horrible, horrible story and how a steamer, of all things, Save the day. Yes. So I've got this Dupre steamer. I got it a couple years ago. Dupre, not yes. Dupraved. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's Thank important. you for the clarification. Oh, yeah. I want everybody to know <laughs> it's not some kind of, you know, yes. immoral machine. <laughs> Could be. Dupre steamer. The neat yes. something, right? It's, well, it's called it's, neat. It's a really cute little steamer, which is honestly the thing that originally drew me to this particular right right I, I get it that makes sense don't judge <laughs> a book like by its cover Apple would have made it right it's like a nice white little box with this one single button in the middle it's very easy to use it came with a bunch of different attachments and it's got a super long hose it's like six feet so I can use it for all kinds of things whether right. I'm cleaning my floors or cleaning the oven or the tub it's really good at working on soap scum which is a huge bonus but you can use a steamer for all kinds of things, removing wallpaper, right? Cleaning out the car. Sure. Now, how often upholstery. do you use it? I know you've got a story, but how often do you use it? I don't use it like it's not a daily use kind of thing. It's like uh, every once in a while I'm in a pinch and I really need to use this. Mm-hmm. A couple of things that it saved me from were I lived in an apartment building that had bed bugs. Right. And I was moving at the time. So yes. I was really paranoid that... Somehow I was going to get bed bugs and bring them into a new house. Yeah. Reasonable fear. The worst thing that could possibly happen in my mind. Yeah. The steamer kills bed bugs on contact because it's 275 degree steam that's coming out of this thing. So that's that's a huge use for these. And I know you mentioned fleas with the cat. Fleas, it'll kill those. Haley's home is bug ridden. Apparently, (laughs) I've got a 
problem. But she's got a steamer, so yeah, don't worry. You can visit fine. whenever it's you feel very like clean. it. It's very clean. sanitized. So you use it for those things. But then this past couple weekends ago or so, you had yeah, an I epic had experience. some friends visiting for New Year's Eve. And they're my closest friends, luckily. <laughs> Amber's lucky I love her. <laughs> we'll just start with that. But it was New Year's Eve night. We're snacking. You know, most of the things are staying in the kitchen where I've like set up my pretty little trays. You've got drop cloths down and right. everything like yes. that. This is where we eat the food. <laughs> we don't eat the food in there. But Amber um, hauled some food. She took a couple Andy's mints, you know, like the chocolate mint. And they're in those little green packages. I love those. Yeah. I actually used to save those wrappers as a kid. Loved those candies. She brought them into the living room. And I really didn't think anything of it. Didn't even cross my mind when she did it. Well, we get up to go to bed. And it looks as if Amber has pooped oh. the couch. <laughs> oh, you went there. See, I would have said she made the potty or something. Nope. So the the couch has, the, the mints like have the... melted. The biggest skid mark you can imagine. And it's white, a white couch. <laughs> yeah, close to white. It's a really light gray. The and pictures make it look white it's, with all that other color oh there. Oh, man, it was bad. So you're freaking out. And, and she was mortified. Well, of course she was. Yes. But then we realized it was mints. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. It's so just chocolate. the first hurdle has been covered and yeah. cleared. But then it's still chocolate on my nice couch that I've got to get out. And So what made you go to the steamer? Just desperation? Uh, I don't have any other upholstery cleaners on all hand. Right. All right. And I know that the steamer will save me from stains. I've removed stains from this couch before, and I know it'll do it again. So and, I was very it confident that it was going to work, and it did. And everyone was blown away. Right. Because it was well, we'll, we'll <laughs> ungodly. Put, we'll put yes. <laughs> we'll put pictures in the show notes. It's definitely a huge turnaround. Yeah. And steamers, you know, as Haley was telling me this, my very first thought is, where is the dirt going? You know, it doesn't have an extraction system. Right. It's, it's not, not pumping like pumping hot water and yeah. then vacuuming it up. Steamers just break down that bond between the dirt or the stain and right. the fabric or whatever surface. And then you need to use another rag or something yeah. to get it up. And you used a microfiber exactly. rag. So what steamer again? It's, it's the Dupre. It's neat steamer. And you can find it online Again, $150, and it saved me from so many things. So many different things. I love the idea. I saw something online where they're steaming out the little hinges on the toilet seats. Yes. And cleaning them and sanitizing right. on top of it all. So we'll put a link in the show notes to that. Check it out. And, yeah, that's it, the neat steamer. All right, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to be talking about a color consultation that Haley did and some great takeaways yes, from that. some lessons. And all of that is coming up after a quick look at news and weather in Grand Rapids. And for our Detroit listeners, you guys get to listen to a Repco Light Rewind. Pretty it's fun. Pretty fun. Pretty exciting. The Grand Rapids people are going to wish they were in Detroit. A jealous. But everybody gets what they get. You're all going to love it. And then we'll be back with new stuff in just a minute. Stay tuned. And we're back, and you're listening to the Repcolite Home Improvement Show. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Healy Johnson. And I'm sure you're noticing a little bit of a different start for the true believers out there. Well, For the folks who dial in every single week, whose yes, weeks... are loyal followers. Yes, the true believers, <laughs> our army, who will do as we bid. 
<laughs> when the time comes, right? All the subliminal messages that have been sent yes, have we'll been have implanted. A, a keyword to yeah. To no, say none of that point. is true. Let's let's establish that <laughs> for FCC standards and all of that and investigations that we don't want to have happen. There are no subliminal messages. <laughs> it's just hopeful that we're making a difference. That we're talking to you on a weekly basis. And if we are, if you are tuning in regularly, like my mom, (laughs) you're most likely cluing into the fact that the shows are starting. This show started a little differently. We don't have an announcer anymore. And that's intentional. We have begun broadcasting on another station in the Metro Detroit area because RepcoLite bought Technicolor paints. And now those are RepcoLite paints as well. And we want the show out there as well. So they told us, Maybe lose the announcers and start acting like you're syndicated, like you're a bigger deal than you really we are. You are a big deal. Yeah, I wish they hadn't said act like you're a bigger deal than act you are. Like it. But I like the concept. <laughs> so we're we're stepping into that next range of things, right. and that's why things sound a little different. But other than that, the Same brilliant show. content that you're used to, it's gonna be still coming every single week. Yes. And Haley will do whatever she does. Okay. Now speaking of Haley. <laughs> Let's get to this segment. This is a Haley segment because you did a color consultation. I did. I used to be a color consultant in the stores, and so I love talking color with people. But Ginger Herman, who's someone that we've had on the show over and over again, she's a real estate agent in the Grand Rapids market. Yeah, she she stops by with her mom, Sue, and yeah, we have a ton of fun with those guys. But But anyway. She's building a new house right now. And like anyone that's been through that process knows there are so many decisions to make when you're dealing with that's a why, brand new. That's why I'll never build. <laughs> never? I can even barely never? decide what to wear to work in the morning. I think it'd be kind of fun. Yeah, you always think that. Everybody thinks that. And then yeah. they start and then they're exactly where Ginger is. And Just they're calling people like Haley to come and oh, help them. Okay. Yeah. Back it up. Well, that, no, that, that was a compliment. <laughs> So anyway, was she's it? building. It was. She's building and she's overwhelmed. So yes. many diso- d- decisions, choices. Right. And what do I do? What do I do? Well, I'm going to call, call Haley. Call Haley. And we should Save take the day. one quick step back. And what Haley's doing, she's helping pick colors right. and working Ginger through the process. But we've got people at a number of Repcolite stores who will do that. Right. Exactly. People that will come out into your space, do on-site color consultations for jobs that really need that extra set of eyes. You know, a big project where you're doing the entire house, where you don't want to make mistakes, it's nice to have an expert there. Or if you're a business and, you know, you want it to be with your branding, that can be really helpful to have someone that knows color, that that's their expertise. And we've got people in, basically, we've got all of West Michigan covered. We've got Grand Rapids covered, Holland covered, and Jenison. So which stores? we got the Jenison store. The Jenison store has a color consultant. The Fulton Street store in Grand Rapids has a Mm -hmm. color consultant. And the 17th Street store in Holland has a color consultant. So those people will go to your homes, your businesses, and help you. There's a fee involved. Just reach out to those stores. We'll put links in the show notes, and you can kind of talk that through. It's really worth it. The other stores, all of the stores, the Technicolor, formerly Technicolor stores in Metro Detroit, those RepcoLites, as well as all of the RepcoLite stores here in West Michigan, all of us have people in the stores, lots of people in the stores, who can help you with color right there. So by all means, wherever you're located, there's a RepcoLite near you where somebody can help you with color. Bring your pictures, your fabrics, 
Yes. You're hungry. You're want. You're needy. <laughs> to like, us as possible. Yeah, and we'll help. So anyway, let's t- get back to Ginger's color consult and what you learned from it or what you took from it that you think everybody could value. Yeah. Well, I think when you're working on a new build because there are so many decisions and things that are not in place yet. Um, doing those color consultations it can be really difficult, actually. Um, well, you're starting with a blank slate at this exactly. point. Exactly. Blank slate, you know, we're used to having some boundaries <laughs> with color because we've got furniture in place or rugs or whatever it is. There are things that are kind of locking us into a certain direction. And if you're doing a new build and it's a blank slate and you're getting new furniture, new finishes, all those boundaries that we normally have are just gone. Mm-hmm. We think of those boundaries as a negative sometimes, so right. often that That's oh, I'm true. bound by all of this stuff. But it actually helps you because it, really it can help. get you moving in a direction. You think boundless is going to be great. There's no boundaries at mm-hmm. all. I've got everything's open, and you realize I don't even know what to do. Exactly. But then also the order of decorating becomes so critical, and this is something that we've talked about on the show again and again because it's something that we can often get wrong. We like to think that getting paint on the walls will be the best starting point, but that's not necessarily true because like we just talked about, those boundaries, those finishes that are much more limited than paint colors, mm-hmm. having those in place first is actually so crucial because, again, you don't have as many options. You you're can't gonna, adjust as easily. Right. You're going to find a couch that you like or right. whatever, and it's going to come with... What, 27 different fabrics maybe? Exactly. You know, but even then, that's 27. That's it. That's it. And that's what you're bound to. And sure, there's a lot of variation in that, but it's not like paint chips. People no. want to start at the paint rack where there's thousands, thousands and thousands and of thousands. options. <laughs> and then beyond those thousands, think we of the fact we things. can customize it. So it's basically limitless. Right. Don't start there. Right. Start with the things that are very limited, the couches. And that's what Haley's talking about, yes. the order of decorating. Get that set. Right. Get those bigger things with the limited options figured out first. Right. Make them work together. Paint should be basically at the very end of everything. Exactly. As long as you can wait to do the paint and choose those colors, do that because it's really going to help you have the freedom to choose the other finishes that you fall in love with and not be stuck into a corner because you picked that paint color already and now you're done. Yeah. You want to be in a corner because you've done something bad, (laughs) naughty, and you have to be punished. You don't want to be in a corner because you've painted yourself into one. Exactly. Don't Literally. paint yourself into Literally. a corner. Very nice, Dan. All right. I so like order of decorating, that's yeah. a big thing that you took away from this or that you stressed well, to Ginger. And it's something that we were kind of doing wrong at that site, and I, I said that you right You were away. doing it wrong? <laughs> well. Did you use we as in I'm trying to point a finger at Ginger without pointing a finger at Ginger? Um, or were you doing it wrong too? I didn't know where she was in the process, oh, yeah. and Sounds it was like a friendly was doing it wrong. consultation. Okay, right? I wasn't charging her. Like, no let's just go see or anything. the space. <laughs> All right, but the you know she didn't have samples of the countertop. She didn't have samples of the cabinetry. She is buying new furniture. Luckily, Ginger's a person that ultimately wants white in most of the house, which is a neutral. So it's a good place to be at when you don't have a lot of finishes picked out or available to look at. Okay. And that's kind of where I would tell most people to start if you're in a new build and you're wanting to move forward, get a really good neutral as your base color. Okay. So hold on. I want to make sure I understand exactly what you're saying. You're in a new build. I'm in a new build. God forbid I'm in a new build. (laughs) And what you would first tell me is 
get the order of decorating mm-hmm. down, figure out my carpets and my flooring and all of these yeah. more complicated things, save my paint for last. Let's say that's, that's not, an not an option. For some reason, I demand I need paint on these walls right now. Now you're saying if that's the case, if, right. then the next best thing is to make sure you get a neutral. Exactly. That's where you're going. Now, yeah. I think neutrals are... Man, that's a loaded word, isn't it? It is, because there are undertones and neutrals no matter what. So a gray could have more blue in it, or it could have more brown or yellow or pink. And so it's still color that you're working with. And that can be so hard to see it's at a really color hard. rack. I mean, we, we deal with that all the time where somebody yeah. will pick out a gray in the store. It's gray. It's right. just gray. I don't have to worry about it. It's just a regular gray. And they get home, and it's blue and, you know, whatever. Yes. And it's all because of those undertones and how the colors in your space or whatever bring them out. So how do we find those colors, those undertones in the store before we've made the purchase for paint? I would say that there are neutrals that are more neutral. Okay. (laughs) That have very balanced undertones. So they've got kind of equal parts gray and yellow is usually how I would explain it to people. Sure. So it's not going to lean super hard in any one direction and it's going to leave you with a pretty open palette. So that's really what we tried to find for Ginger's white. However, she had not told me before, I was under a completely different impression, that she was choosing wood for the cabinets. Mm-hmm. It's an open concept. Turns out she's choosing white for the cabinetry in there, and she wants white on the walls. Well, now that undertone is going to become very obvious because you have two of essentially the same colors sitting right next to each other. Right. And again, we're right back to white is white, gray is gray, right. white's white, and right? It's not just true. There's so many different variations. And a lot of times, you know, those um, pre-finished cabinets we think of as a bright white, but ultimately a lot of times they have a lot of gray in them. They are not the bright white that we imagine or perceive them as. Mm-hmm. So it's so critical to get those samples, you know, when you're coming into the store and trying to pick colors, have something that we can look at, have the countertop with you, a piece of that that we can look at. If that's white too, you know, a quartz countertop that's so popular right now, and you're picking a white for that space, well, now we've got more undertones that we've got to look at to find you the right white to go on the walls. So it's ultimately the conversation we ended up having. She's working with the designer, luckily, so... They've got those samples for her. She can revisit these colors. Mm-hmm. But really, we started with the direction, at least. You know, she's looking for whites. She's looking for some greens and some spaces that aren't as dependent on finishes later on. Sure. So that's fine. I think but, that's all good. I, You know, I really want to get back to, before we wrap it up, I'm not sure yeah. where you're at in this, but the neutral thing. You know, even when we talk about find a neutral neutral, Don't assume that the neutral you found is one of those neutrals. Ask questions. That's why you want to go to the stores and talk to the people there. Ask them about that. Is this going to lean one way or another? Hold it up to other color chips. You know, hold up your whites to other whites or, you know, get some printer paper where you can see more of a true white. And you well, can and see lighting is leads. so important too, exactly. right? I mean, luckily in the stores we have full spectrum lighting. So you're getting the truest version of that color, but that's not necessarily what you have in the home. Right. And if it's a new build, again, now you're depending on electrical work to be in place and the lighting to be done and finished. And you're able to turn the lights on to see how that changes the color. 
because these things not only change throughout the day, but as soon as you flip those lights on, now it's going to look slightly different too. Right. So a lot being of, in that space is critical. Right. So that's where the Benjamin or the Benjamin Moore, yeah, Benjamin Moore color sample pints. Yes. Half pints now, right? Yeah, they're half pints. Like so little tiny little itty bitty cheaper. gallons, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People Thank come you. in and all the time all the time and ask for that. I want one of those little gallons. The little gallons. Oh, the really little gallons the or the medium babies. gallons. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you can get the, the colors in paint. You yeah. can actually brush it on the walls in your space and see it. That's really important as you get so closer. Critical. Even if you're getting a color consultation. We're not saying that this is the end-all, be-all, this is your color. Right. We will always tell you to sample those before deciding on it because scale is one of those things that, again, can change everything. Yeah, so many interesting things. I love the fact that, you know, you had talked about this ahead of time, that Ginger was just going to get, you know, a nice white, just yeah. an off-white. Sounds easy. Turns out the cabinets <laughs> are white and all that that means, right. you know, all the different things that you need to consider. Yeah. And it gets so frustrating because, I mean, the worst scenario is when you've painted a whole area or had somebody else do it. That's right. the worst. You pay it to be done and then realize it didn't work. Exactly. So do all of these things ahead of time. Make use of the color consultations. I can never say that word, the color consultations yes. that are available, 17th Street, Jenison, Fulton Street, and all of the great people who can help you with color in any of the Repco lights, west side of the state, east side of the state, Michigan-wide. We got and even covered. down to Indiana because we have Snyder oh, Paints. True. Yeah. Look at us. So anyway, ask questions, get the right answers. All right. I think it's time to take a break. Yep. When we come back, we're going to be talking about something else that Ginger said yes. in the midst of this about getting advice. And how mm -hmm. she decided not to do that from <laughs> social media. We're going to talk about that coming up in just a minute. Stay tuned. Well, Haley, I want to talk about giving advice and taking advice and all of that. And that's all really important. Yes. But before we do that, very quickly, um, I want to tell you something. My daughter, Tessa, is in an aerobics class. Okay. In high school. And like apparently. Like water aerobics or just like normal? You no, know, like land aerobics. Okay. <laughs> you know, just regular aerobics. Terrestrial. Right. Terrestrial based aerobics. And anyway, she's supposed to lead the class. Oh. And so she's got um, like a, a workout planned and kind okay. of figured out. And so she's trying to get somebody in the house to, to do, do it. it so she can see that it times out exactly right. Sure. So. I, you know, I've been working out at the gym for a year or so now, so I am Mr. Fit. Yeah, you've lost like 10 pounds. 10 pounds. I had somebody pounds. the other day say, wow, you've lost, you've lost a ton so of weight. weight. It's like, what, what, are you what, what did they used to think of me? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I figured I'll do it. I'll help Tessa out. Yeah. And, you know, how hard can it be? It's aerobics, for heaven's sake. I mean, the word is not very intimidating. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was a mess on the floor after the first wave. I forget what she called them. She had three waves of just terror Dang. that she rained down on us. And she said these are the easy ones. Plus. No, they, she said it was easy. I was just that soft. Yeah. So what have you been doing, Dan? I don't know. I <laughs> Clearly, it's not been cardio. That's hilarious. Anyway, I am still sore. I bring that up because yeah. I can feel it. Still in pain. Oh, man. Anyway, let's talk about advice. I'm going to give out advice. <laughs> let's talk about that. Now, 
last segment, you talked about a color consultation that you did with Ginger Herman. And Ginger had a really interesting quote that kind of got my brain going. What was the quote? And it was about advice and getting advice. So, you know, she's working on this new build. She's got this house and there's so many decisions. And she said that I'm so glad I haven't been posting to social media the process of building this house and getting advice from people Mm -hmm. online because I think it would have been so overwhelming. And recently I heard this quote that like confirmed it all for me. This was Jim talking. Yeah, that this was the right decision. And it was before someone had an opinion, you had a goal. I like that. I like that a lot. Before somebody had an opinion, you had a goal. Right. And the implication is after the opinion – now my goal is up in the air and I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Exactly. All of that. The, you know, getting advice, of course it's important. You know, it's a really good thing to be able it to do. It can be helpful. Right. Opinions, all of that can help you make a better whatever you're making. Sure. Right. That's all possible. But there are so many places that people do that. I see it on social media all the time where somebody will post, you know, what do you think about this color or this color? Mm -hmm. Go. And then chaos happens in the comments. Right. Right. And sometimes it's helpful. Sometimes it's not. I've been on the receiving end of what I felt like was not very helpful advice. I have never been on the receiving end of giving what I felt was not helpful advice. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) When I open my mouth, it's gold. So listen. No, but in thinking through my asking for advice and my bad experiences or the less than stellar experiences, there are some things that I realized, and I'd like to talk about those here. So if you're going to ask for advice, I've got four or three. I can't even remember. (laughs) It doesn't matter. They're all good. However many there are, they're all great. Three, four little things that you should do that will help you get the best experience out of this possible. First one, very simple. Before you ask anything of anybody, an opinion or advice, you start by asking yourself, what am I looking for here? Sure. And what I'm after, (laughs) what I'm getting at is this. Am I asking for advice or am I asking for affirmation? Right. And there's a big difference. Asking for advice means I'm willing to adapt my plans based on the feedback that I'm getting. Right. If I'm interested in that and considering making changes based on what Haley says, Mm -hmm. that means I'm asking for advice. Right. You're open to it. I would be open for that, and that would be a positive thing to potentially move forward with. If what I'm looking for is for Haley to say, that was a really well done thing, Dan. You really thought that one out. You nailed it. Now, these are things Haley says all the time as it is. I don't have to ask for it. But if that's what I'm after, that means all I'm after is affirmation. Yes. And you don't necessarily need to go ahead and do that. Right. Because not always, and in fact, in my situation, a lot of the times, I don't get the response I was expecting. Mm -hmm. I couch the question as, what do you think about this? Yes. And then I find out they don't like it at all. And now it's done. This is what happens with my husband, Jordan, all the time. (laughs) I'm always looking for affirmation. And yet I always ask it as, what do you think of this? Don't ask it as that. And he's got a million things wrong. You've got to verbalize the fact that, hey, I've accomplished this. I really like it. How do you feel about this? (laughs) Right? That's the first thing. So consider that. If you're just looking for affirmation, at least find a different way to word it. Yes. Maybe don't even throw it out there. Next, determine if what you're asking about is subjective or objective. Right. You know, if I'm asking, is this math done right? Is two plus two really four? Yes. That used to be something that was objective. I it still is, but I'm sure somebody How out there right there now is, is debating. Probably, yeah. Right. <laughs> but that's it's an objective thing. There's a right. yes and a no, a right and a wrong. If I'm asking, is red a good color? 
totally is this subjective. color combination good? Right. Completely subjective. And that's important to realize because when I do ask and I do get feedback, mm-hmm. remember, if it was subjective, it's just somebody else's opinion. Right, exactly. And when it comes to your home, if you're getting that reaction back, if someone doesn't like the color you picked, well, it doesn't mean it doesn't look good or that you won't feel good in that space. It's not it's just, their space. It's, it's just yours. their opinion. Last thing that I've got really quickly here, when you do ask for advice, don't ask everybody. Too many opinions right. muddies the water. It becomes just too many options. It's yes. too hard to pick colors yeah. when you've got 15 options. Exactly. Keep the questions limited. Ask just a limited number of people. You'll get better results. All right, that's all the time we've got. We're going to have to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at repcolite.com. I'm Dan Hansen. I'm Healy Johnson. Thanks for listening.